welcome to Trash South Street. Jamie no longer has COVID edition. Yay! I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z, and I don't have COVID anymore. Yay! Where you got the three-month window, I think. Yeah, I guess. Now, I've heard that they um, that might be a little different now. Yeah. That they're saying these COVID, um, you might be able to get it sooner now or something. Oh. Like they don't, you don't, I don't, whatever. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. But yes, no more COVID. Yeah. That was uh, literally a month ago. Seven yeah. weeks, or yes, how about seven? Seven weeks, yeah, um, you got that COVID brain. Yeah, pretty much. It was five weeks ago. You know what today is the anniversary of? Um, no. Asano's death. Oh, Two years ago, Asano died. I actually, a couple weeks ago, it's sad, but so August 3rd is the anniversary of Great Kitty's death, Aww. and I was um, going back and forth, and I was like, eh, maybe, maybe I get a kitten, blah, blah, blah. Just get a dead kitten. <laughs> solves a lot of problems but then I looked at like it, the day I was like maybe I'll go and see and blah 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 and I look at Facebook memories mm. and it was a picture of the cat and just said rips Aww. I was like nope I was like that kills that you should get a little kitty you want, do you want to? no because they're bad no like, that's what kitties do they're mischievous they've been breaking into our room yeah and the, the, um, Mark got me a print from Christina Michelle from Galgeway and yeah. they found that yeah. And ripped it apart. Is it a, a print of just a fish? No, it's like these bunny. She does like block art prints oh. and stuff. But yeah, they fucked it up. How do they break into your room? We it doesn't lock very well. You can just push it open more or less. Oh. So Casper throws his body. Oh, because he's like a monster. Yeah, and they literally like we have to put rubber bands on the doorknobs or put a jar of pennies so they don't break in. Oh. Then Victor, you know, he's he has been sleeping in his room, but he comes in our room at the middle of the night. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a pain in the. It booty. sounds like an adventure. Uh huh. Yeah, my problem is uh, none of that. None of that. Just the ghosts. Ghoul. I know the ghost. I mean, it's his or her or them the appearance. Uh, not too long ago. Oh, with it, yeah. At your house when we heard that noise. Yeah, it's a ghost. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, he's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you hey get going? possessed." How do you like to get possessed, folks? So what's new? Oh, so many things are new, Jamie. So many things are new. I know. So, what did we say we were going to talk about now? Um, Olivia Newton-John? Oh, yeah. So the big, um, not big news, but news. A couple days ago, and it is uh, August 13th as of today, when we're recording this, this podcast will probably be out in the next week. Mm -hmm. Olivia Newton-John died a few days ago. Yep, it's sad. It's sad. Olivia Newton-John, of course, we all know her from Summer Lovin'. Grease. So Grease. I, me and, when I was down the shore, my sister and I were watching Grease 2. Uh, uh, reproduction. <laughs> yeah, not the best of the Greases, but um, I was all like, oh, Olivia Newton-John. She was 73. I guess she was battling breast cancer or something yeah. with cancer for a while. It's all, the heart and arteries from all that Grease. <laughs> oh, and Xanadu. Uh, so she finally, I've never seen Xanadu. Mark, I think Mark liked it. Let's say Greece. Let's get physical. I remember the physical. Um, oh, I do that. The, yeah, the video. I do too. It was mm -hmm. like everywhere. Sticks in my head. Uh, so I'm curious. Do kids watch? Is like Greece still like a cultural touchstone? I don't know anymore. Um, I wanted to ask people, and maybe if I do before I put this up, I will. But I'm curious yeah. if people, the Zoomers, the Zoomers, and even the Millennials. Although I feel like plenty of Millennials. Still like Greece? Yeah, I would say Milan. But I wonder if like that's something. I'm an Xennial. I'm an Xer. Yeah, I'm not a true. I'm considered an X now, but 
you guys were like, oh, I guess we'll take you. Fuck you, you and your latchkey lifestyle. Fuckers. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't a latchkey. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Because I was in 78, and before it used to end at 77. You know why I was a stay-at-home My mom was a stay-at-home mom? Because unlike a lot of Generation Xers, my mother loved me. <laughs> my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, but come on. She didn't love me. Come on. No, she loves me. Maybe. That's why she keeps writing me those checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a shock. I mean, I guess when, again, you're 73 years old. It's yeah, not, it's, it's a bummer. By, by today's standards, it's kind of young. She's also in um, that that Crocodile Dundee movie that came out a couple years ago that Paul Hogan, that I reviewed. Mm-hmm. Where they literally get anyone who is from Australia who will appear in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, it was a bummer. I like. I've always liked her. Yeah, I listened, and then I listened to the Grease soundtrack, which really means three songs. (laughs) It means uh, "Summer Lovin," Mm -hmm. "Grease Lightning," and uh, I like the uh, one at the end. I like the Rizzo song. The um, um, Elvis, Elvis. I don't remember. Yeah, when they're all like, like, uh, um, I forget the name of the song. No, it's not beauty school dropout. No, Frenchie. Oh, That's when they're like in their pajamas. They have the, the they like yeah. pierce her ear. Do 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 do. Oh, I kind of kind of remember. All right, that's enough. I think. I do. Yeah, I knew I was. I was getting there. Yeah. So who else died today? I think. Or yesterday. Anne Heche. I know she was brain dead. Um, so, the Anne Heche thing is unusual. So, like a week ago, like she was in, it was like a car accident. It was a really bad accident. Yes. And you didn't hear much else about well, it. Well, I think something, I think like HIPAA got, so like, so like she got in a car accident. Did you see they kind of walk shit back? They're like, it might, it's Anne Heche's car, but we can't say if it's yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And then whatever got released and... Uh, so, it's a felony... Like, they, they reported it was going to be a felony investigation into DUI and all that. And then after that, shortly after that, the family's like, yeah, she's brain dead. She's probably not going to live. Um, yeah. The only reason she's alive... Yeah, so it's weird how fast that came out and probably to shut down that news, but... Well, apparently she, like, hit a house. Yeah, and it caught fire. She was, like, yeah. super burned up and shit. But apparently very... She'd been having a lot of drug and alcohol pro- uh, problems. I think they found... Some type of narcotic in her system? This not surprising. Like, she had, years ago, didn't she, like, take a whole, like, they found out she was super, like, high on, like, ecstasy or something? I don't know. Yeah, she's one. She's, what, 53? It's kind of yeah. a bummer. She didn't, she looked 63 in the pictures. Yeah. That's what alcohol um, Yeah, I don't, like, she, I mean, I think she has, like, history, obviously. She just did a podcast, like, a week before. I don't know what podcast. Yeah. And she was drinking Vodka with wine chasers or oh. wine chasers mm-hmm. with vodka, like something yeah. crazy. And apparently, yeah. like, there's a picture of her in her car, like all fucked up. And mm-hmm. there's like a weird looking glass bottle with a red top, which looks like it could have been uh, like a fifth of uh, vodka. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a shame, you know. A fifth of drugs. But uh, um, yeah, that's a bummer. I um, if anyone knows who Annie is. Annie, yeah. Well, the thing Most is, known for dating Ellen and Psycho I, remake, wasn't she in the Psycho? Yeah. Movie? Oh yeah, she was a. Uh, is it Janet Lee who gets killed? Who? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Psycho remake. I saw that movie with JD. Oh, is that the one where yeah. someone thought it was... Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, and hey, she's weird because I think she's sort of one of those... There's a moment when she was like the ingenue of how they tried to push her. And then like she Good seemed work. to disappear, but she was she was probably steadily working for years. Yeah. But I think she was on the L word. I think she had a movie coming out like 
She seemed. was, yeah, she seemed to be always working. It just wasn't mm-hmm. like blockbusters as far as I remember, yeah. to be honest. But I'm sure COVID uh, had some shit to yeah. do. That's when she started uh, drinking. Yep. Actually, I don't know that. Yeah, so that's nice and happy and mm, yeah. not depressing mm, at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about anything else before we jump into this first review? Sure. I mean, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Go ahead. All right, so this is a little different, folks. This is... In an effort to keep our, our feet a little more active and because I'm very lazy about editing and because we have something time sensitive, this first part is going to be snipped out as its own podcast. Okay. The rest of the podcast will be coming out in a couple of weeks and you won't know this much of that through the miracle need of to know. editing. No, I'm honest. I need to tell them. Okay. And I got the hiccups. In a way... Let's talk about okay. music. Let's talk about music. And music. Like um, are we watching Life Force? Oh, are you? Yeah. There's boobs in it. Yeah. Right away. I don't know. <laughs> I saw the word spaceship and that's why. So, so first off, we are going to... We were contacted through our uh, web... Or not website. I guess from our um, email. Yeah. Which they got from either our website or wherever. About reviewing a band called Westerner. Uh, Westerner is a band out of Los Angeles, California. Um, This is their second album, Kali Yuga Karma Sutra. This is coming out August 19th, so in the future. Yes. Off Coconut Spaceship Records. August 19th. And you should get it. You definitely should get it. Yeah. It's really good. It's I always say I feel like like a lot of times I, I start off a, a review by saying it's different. Oh, it's different. <laughs> I thought it was really. It's cool. different. So yeah, it's who, their second release. Do you remember their first? I don't remember the name of. No, the I didn't look into it. Westerner is a power trio. Cooper Bombadil, of no relation to Tom Bombadil. Okay. That's a deep cut. That's deep a that's cut. a Tolkien deep cut, Jamie. Okay. Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Sure. Oh. I'm going to read some Tom Bombadil bullshit after this. Uh, so Cooper Cooper Bombadil, vocalist on Vox, as they say, of no relation Oops. to Tom Bombadil yeah. of Tolkien fame. Okay. You're just making it more confusing. I'm not. You just don't understand <laughs> pop culture. Then you got uh, Brandon Valerino, who's the bassist and the keyboardist. And finally, uh, Mike Gatshaw as the drummer. Three, three guys, power trio, great. And this album showcases deep-rooted collaborative magic. It's a hard album to review because it's either super catchy or very experimental. I agree, yeah. I would be very hard-pressed to say what I like better, but I really like this album. Yeah, me too. Since we're already doing the album and this won't be Plugola, if you guys decide to do a vinyl pressing, yeah, yeah, let uh, us know. hit us up, hit your 18th favorite podcast. <laughs> As I said, Kali Yuga Karma Sutra is Western's second album. We see the band moving closer to the pop sensibilities. It is always teased while still embracing its weirdness. Also, by the way, from the press release, the duality in the title of this album feels apt. Since the first half sounds like it could be the soundtrack to Seduction, agreed? Agreed. While the second half is preoccupied with things that it can hide in shadows. I can see that. I can see that, yeah. And it opens with Yes Feratu. Yes. And I was like, I was like awesome. fucking awesome. <laughs> it's a great way to open. I think so too. I was like, hmm, I want to listen more. Like sometimes you're like, we will get something and be like, yeah. okay, it's okay. Yeah. Let me go to the next song. I was like, ooh, I like this. And there's like an irony. So this is the song, like listen to this song. I listened to like three seconds. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do this album. Yeah. It's very deceptive for reasons we'll talk about when we get to the second half of the album. Mm-hmm. 
initially listening to the first couple songs, I classify this as what I call the thesis statement song, which is always the song that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's a very fun, tongue-in-cheek, almost. Yes. Very, very catchy, very danceable. Um, very dancey. Disco adjacent, I swear, mm-hmm. like very fun, and I think intentionally so. Has from the chorus to give you an idea of what it might be about. Yes, Ferratu's a player. The video is hilarious. Especially. I didn't see the video. I know it's all there was. Yeah, it, it's good. It's worth watching. I mean, but it's like I'll three it basically f- three loungy Draculas around around and finger guns and all that shit. It's At awesome. one point, yeah, it's just doing all the cheesy pickups. It's great. Nothing personal. Has this very disjointed time signature with the uh, the percussion. Things about living your truth or more likely not changing for someone else. Mm. I really like the song as well. Yeah, it changes up a little bit. It wasn't as, yeah. as dancey, I would say. Um, oh, right, like yeah. synth pop, I would say. But. Yeah. Hella's Doll mm-hmm. is about excess. Something clicked with me with this album. Okay. And that Westerner, especially this album, and this is all throughout the album, and I'll probably say it several, a couple of times, sounds like if Queens of the Stone Age did not lean as heavily into metal... Just because there's a lot, especially that last album, Villains. Yeah. Which, okay. you know. But this has, like, so Hell is Dull has, it's about excess. It's yeah. about, you know, once you do something, like a drug or whatever, you, you need to get more. Mm-hmm. Um, it has this really awesome funk disco riff. Yes. It's another, it's, it's another fun song. I mean, I don't know if it's fun. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all these, these are great songs. Like, they're great running songs. Yeah. These dance songs. I don't want nobody who wants me. Star, star. <laughs> this is where it like really roped me in. Yes, me too. And it's driving me nuts because I, this reminds me of someone. Okay, this is what I thought. All right. um, it reminds me of The Faint and Franz Ferdinand. Yes, okay, yeah, all right. Had a Thank baby. You. Thank you, yes. <laughs> but it really had a, a big faint um, feel yeah, to me. Yeah, because it, it was um, But I, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking yeah. awesome. And it opens with like this kind of, this chiptune synth in- intro. It's like there's a, the, a specific game from years ago called Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's essentially a game where you fight by dancing. This would have been perfect for me. <laughs> now, at the time, I would have said this was my favorite song in the album. I really like it. But what I realized is about 80% of the songs of this album are my favorite song of the yeah. album as I'm listening to them. Now we're going to transition with Restless. This is where the album changes. So, yes. like I said before, the first four songs, thematically, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. As stated by their press release and by my own opinions. Mm-hmm. And Restlessness were it sort of departs. I described Restless as a essentially a super high energy Smiths song. You have the same I thing? I have um, Smidge of Montreal, Spirit of the Smiths. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and definitely like a different brand doing this. Yeah. At this point, it definitely transitions away from dance tubes, although it kind of leans into well, other things. I would say it's super different, but it, it's definitely a little different. Different enough. But yeah, the Smiths and did pop up in, like, in my head. It, like, everything here on out sounds like it could be on Desert Sessions 14. Hypnagogia, very psychedelic new wave, very experimental, mm-hmm. trippy. I put um, Sexy Suave Electro. It has it has a faint feel to me, yeah. too, the faint feel. Mysterium Tremens, Psychedelic Klezmer, Frog, minimal, so minimalist. That is the most Queens of the Stone Age desert, like, Palm Desert song ever. I have Out There. It reminds me of, it, Out There, cool. And then I have, like, oh, like, the Pink Floyd. It almost reminds me of, like, something Floyd would have done off of the wall or something. Yes. But like then, and, and the most genius 
piece of song placement ever, the very minimalist frog. Mm-hmm. Kicks into fucking bad karma. Surprise! Yes. I have machine gun drumming horns, you can't catch your breath, methed out madness. The horns really add to this nutty energy, and then there's this explosion at the end, and like literally it's like I have auctioneer electro beat. It's like a uh, horn sax interesting song. Yeah. <laughs> Non-rockabilly uh Reverend Horton Heat. Oh uh, yeah, I can see but, that. But yeah. yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, that mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, and like I said, the fact it's that cool. it occurs right after such a quiet song mm-hmm. it's great and of course we end with say my name which is slows it down a bit in the beginning is a bit dream poppy and it's sort of this new wave dream thing yeah i have like synth. Um, the music <laughs> is kind of happy but it's it's a really fucking depressing song it's about morning someone's death <laughs> jesus but still no great album really glad they reached out to us i think junk food pr okay cool um, and yeah thank you for cats that. domino who Cast Domino might be the person who sent us uh, Wet Leg oh, cool. and other stuff. I don't know, but anyway, we do get some stuff from them. Yeah. And no, this is a great album. Yeah, send us uh, stuff. Send us stuff. Many things. And Let us know on that vinyl yeah. release date if you guys do one, because I would uh, definitely pre Yeah, I would too. Um, so this wraps up the first segment, Trash South Street. Find us on www.trashsouthstreet.com. Yeah. Uh, Trash South Street at trashsouthstreet at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Facebook. Facebook. At um, Trash South Street. Uh, someday I'll move us to other platforms. Yeah, just our, our Facebook is yes. a little screwy. But. And the one thing, I, I'm assuming this album is going to be on Bandcamp. I hope. We, they actually, like, we listened to it on SoundCloud. Spotify or SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah. But it's really good. Yeah, really good. Check it out. Bye. Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadil. <coughs> Hop along, my little friend, up the witty windle. Tom's gone ahead. Candles for the kindle. Down west sinks the sun. Soon you'll be groping when the night shadows fall and the doors will be open. <sighs> At the window panes, light will twinkle yellow. Fear no elder black. Heed the hoary willow, fear not if Rudy Flaw, frog goes before you. Hey now, Mary Doll, we'll be waiting for you. Hey come, Derry Doe, hop along my hearties. Hobbits, ponies all, we are fond of parties. Now the fun begins, let us sing together. Now the song begins, let us sing together. Of sun, stars, moon and mist, rain and shadow, cloudy weather. Light on the body, deep flew on the feather. Wind on the open hills, bed is on the heather, weeds on the shady pools, lilies on the water, old Tom Bedeal and the river daughter.